This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's the Now News Panel on AMI-tv. I'm Dave Brown, joined by Joita Gupta and Michelle McQuig. One more topic for you. Quebec's legislature has unanimously adopted a motion in defense of Christmas. What? Emily Javesky explains. All 109 members of the National Assembly who were present voted in favor of the motion, which denounces attempts to polarize events that unite Quebecers and that have been part of the province's heritage for generations. In an October discussion paper, the Canadian Human Rights Commission described statutory holidays related to Christianity as examples of religious discrimination because they're the only statutory holidays linked to religious holy days. It says that as a result, those who celebrate other religions may need to request special accommodations. Emily Jovesky, The Canadian Press. It must be December because the media is discussing the war on Christmas. Michelle, why did you bring the culture war to my shores this morning? Because I'm a troll like that. Uh, no, because because I had the same reaction as you upon seeing the, the initial headline of what? A government legislature sees fit to spend some time on an issue like this, but here we are. It is happening, and certainly uh, there is a strong contingent out there that feels that that would be a very suitable use of government time and resources. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, the, the, this, the issue specifically raised by the Human Rights Commission strikes me as one that's interesting and worth discussing. Uh, but the whole issue is just, we're, we're going to be seeing this time and again. And I figured it was uh, this was a good example right here and a good chance to... Uh, to take a look from our own perspective. I Forgive me for being a little cantankerous in this conversation, but I'm going to use a word here in regard to Quebec's response, but I'm also going to use it into the fact that the Human Rights Commission was even bothering looking into this in the first place. Preposterous virtue signaling. This was a chance for the Human Rights Commission to virtue signal, oh, look how inclusive we are. We're considering Christianity and stat holidays. Oh, and then it's a chance for the Quebec legislature to go, wow. ha, 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 ha. We, are not going, we are not going to stand for this. We believe in Christmas. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. Joita, I understand why the Human Rights Commission like, may want to contemplate this or consider this, but the idea that any resources or time was spent typing out a discussion paper is such a preposterous waste of time that allows everyone in the world to virtue signal. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's gotten a bit carried away with it for sure, but their argument is still a sound one, which is that if you are a non-Christian and you have a holiday that's not Chris Christmas or Good Friday or Easter, and you're kind of scrambling to take that day off, you know, having to make all kinds of negotiations with your employer, do you think I could have the day off for Rosh Hashanah? Do you think I could leave a bit early, you know, for something else? So their point isn't a isn't a bad, like the Human Rights Commission's point isn't in and off of itself a bad thing to talk about, especially in the context of some other conversations we're having around 
uh, colonialism and Canada's uh, indigenous uh, communities and how settlers are relating to indigenous people. So yes, I mean, there's something there to be talked about, but it it does sort of cause this, this knee-jerk reaction in a lot of people, which is what we're seeing in Quebec. Uh, but really, I mean, it's not... I wasn't given the impression that the you know that the Human Rights Commission is suggesting we do away with Christmas or anything. Uh, so it it really just felt like it was a it was a, a discussion paper that could have just as mm-hmm. easily been ignored as as I, this is my cynicism talking as so many do, uh, <laughs> but instead it <laughs> instead it got blown out of proportion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, earlier this year, the panel did discuss, this panel, the three of us discussed the city of Winnipeg, considering ways in which allowing certain stat holidays to be flipped around and moved around based on somebody's cultural background or values. And I came out saying I was in support of this. Like, I think there is some room for negotiation here to say, you know, does every stat holiday need to truly be a stat holiday under certain caveats that, like, the business still operates? Like, you can't just say, I'm not going to... I'm." I'm not going to take a stat holiday on Christmas, but the office is closed, so guess what? I get a day off, right? Like, there needs to be a little bit of a broader understanding of what we're really talking about here. But, Michelle, I'm going to circle back off earnestness into preposterousness. I think this is such a waste of oxygen for the people at the Human Rights Commission, and I think it's a waste of oxygen for the politicians in Quebec, because it's all just easy slam-dunk wins. Well, and, and, and like, and what does it accomplish? I think is the main thing. We're talking about a discussion paper and a kind of a non-binding motion. Um, it, it certainly is an interesting use of everyone's time on this. I kind of land with Joita in that the issue, the issue, the fundamental issue, the core issue raised by the Human Rights Commission is one that a lot of workplaces are wrestling with, especially as they try to implement diversity and equity initiatives more broadly. It leads to these kinds of questions. So these are the sorts of issues that I think people, institutions, even potentially governments at some point are going to have to reckon with at some point and, and try to find up, come up with some kind of workable solutions. But I feel like dialogues such as they are like this one or, or at least uh, tit for tat situations like what we just encountered don't do a whole lot to advance the conversation in any new directions. And a lot of people's reactions are going to follow along fairly predictable and dare I say, partisan lines. You know what I think the risk is here in this conversation, though? It's that because someone's going to throw their hands up in the air and say, you know what? You don't like stat holidays, then you get no stat holidays. <laughs> like, like, like uh, Julia, I know it kind of sounds like I'm doing like reductio ad absurdum, like I'm just taking it to the most preposterous outcome. But, but that's what I worry about here, right? That like, I think we need more stat holidays in Canada. I think we should have at least one a month a- across the board mm-hmm. that could either be neutralized with silly names like Family Day, or maybe we have December. 25th off every year and we just don't call it Christmas like I don't yeah. care but I'm ju- but I just worry that the way this conversation might get framed is ah I can't make any of you happy then guess what workers nobody gets any days off nobody gets any yeah but no one's yeah. gonna do that because that's political <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no politician is ever that. gonna say I'm going to <laughs> the most because, <laughs> let's, let's just look at the war on Christmas Let's face facts. There is no war on Christmas. There is no war on Christmas. This is silly. I mean, why is everyone getting in a tizzy about it? It's because it works. Because for conservative politicians, the war on Christmas is a way to pander to their base. And in Quebec, we have a history of pandering to um, the majority uh, at the expense of minorities. 
whether it's saying, you know, you can't wear religious symbols or what have you, and, you know, saying immigrants need to learn French in six months and, you know, so on and so forth. There's a pattern of of trying to marginalize uh, people who are non-Christian and who may be newcomers to the province. But, you know, let's face facts. Christianity is hardly... Uh, coming under threat in Quebec of all places. Is there not still a giant cross in the National Assembly and a giant cross in Montreal, Montreal looking down on the city? So, I mean, it's just, Quebec is not the place that I would point to uh, when if I had to talk about a, a place in Canada where Christianity had necessarily come under threat. This is the only reason this is even an issue that we're talking about is because it has been made into an issue and it's been made into an issue because uh, it it's panders easy. to the base of yeah. It's easy and it panders yeah. to the base of certain yeah, politics. Yeah, and, and that's why and that's why we're talking about it because it's easy and it panders and we love a good <laughs> we love a good pandering around here. You know, Michelle. The one thing I would probably end here as a as a concluding thought on my end, and then I'll give you last word on this, is that at a certain point. I'm not even sure that Christmas is even a Christian holiday anymore. Like, it actually does strike me as more of a cultural thing. Like, yes, Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday. And yes, Christmas, if you go to church that day, is a is a Christian holiday. But I, I just don't maybe look at it that way anymore. I see it as something that's sort of a broader cultural celebration of the winter solstice and uh, and not even everybody gets to take Christmas off. I've worked on Christmas Day. There's a lot of people working in the service industry who still have to work on Christmas. So it's not even like a stat holiday is some kind of blanket. Everybody gets the day off. It's not, although it's definitely still the dominant culture and, 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 and Christian occasions do still dictate the vast majority of the stats in Canada. If you think about them, mm -hmm. it's, they're all, a lot of them are tied to Christmas, to Easter. Even Thanksgiving itself has sort of Christianish roots. So it, I know I hear your point, but a lot of people do still primarily have it off. And I, for me, the the question that I keep coming back to with something like this is, obviously, I'm like all of you, I'm highly in favor of sad holidays, and I do think we could use some more too. But why tie them to religious occasions? Are we past that point? That seems like a bit of an antiquated model. You talked at some length, Dave, about the lack of monoculture. Um, demographic makeups are such that. Perhaps a different approach to stat holidays is in order and we tie them to different things or at least frame them in different ways. That's where I land with this. This is that's the kind of conversation I would like to see happening in a more productive way. Okay. I I, th I think there's probably a, a, a bigger conversation to be had about like what constitutes a stat holiday and yeah, just neutralizing a bunch of them. But I I, I just when you talk about the idea of uh, it being a political a political walking off the ledge um, <laughs> to say we're eliminating all stat holidays, I just think there's like not a lot of wiggle room on Christmas and Easter and and then we can kind of go from there. But that that's just, that's just where we land on these things. Um, I know both of you have to go, but I want to both ask you the daily poll question real quick on the way out the door. It's 9:59 a.m. Eastern time right now. Michelle, I know you've got a heart out, so I'm going to ask you first. Sunday is International Day of Persons with Disabilities. What is one thing society can do to meaningfully change the lives of people with disabilities? Oh, you throw this at me with no notice. I sent you, um, I sent you an email this morning. I, I apologize. I did not see it. Um, basic income. Universal basic income. Boom. Good answer. Good answer. Joita? Uh, jumping off of Michelle's point, employment. Mm. All right. I love it. Money, money, money. It's like the Million Dollar Man's theme song over here. Michelle, Juita, right. have a great weekend. Michelle, <laughs> talk to you on Monday. Juita, talk to you next Friday. Thanks Take so care. Much. Thanks, everybody. That's Michelle McQuig, weekend news editor at the Canadian Press, and Juita Gupta, the host of The Pulse on AMI.
audio coming up after the break, a short regional news update, and then Brock Richardson stops by for a sports chat. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.